That's no moon. the mouse droid from Coruscant Way and World Drive. You're listening to the intersection of Star Wars, Disney Entertainment, and Parks and Resort Fun. I'm your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my ghost host, Nancy. Hello. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all time. This week, we're catching up on the news and taking the plunge with Disney Cruise Line. Before we go too much further, I uh, just want to mention that the Mouse Droid is brought to you by you, our Tashi Station Network Patreon subscribers. Head over to patreon.com slash Tashi Station to see how you can support this show and the other shows on our network. And uh, we do want to mention that we have reworked the uh, Patreon levels over there. $1 gets you into our patron-exclusive Slack team. $5 gets you into a bonus mini-podcast episode where you can ask us anything, to participate in a little trivia, and win some prizes from us. Uh, again, that's patreon.com slash Tashi Station. All right, let's dive into things, Nancy. Um, we have been up to some Disney stuff. We have been up to some Disney stuff and, uh... Mostly food and wine. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's been a good year for food and wine, I think. Yes. Uh, maybe I should, I should actually throw in the notes some things we've discovered this year food-wise. Yeah, um, uh, well, I always get the beef bourguignon from France. Mm-hmm. And the passion fruit martini slush from France. <laughs> France is my favorite place. <laughs> Um, this year I was very upset and I ranted last time about how Italy didn't have anything. <laughs> and ranted every time we went to food and wine. Except the last time we went, we discovered that they've added something to the menu. That was not there at the start of food and wine this it year. It wasn't. Uh, penne with, penne vodka with shrimp in it and it was really good. Oh, it was delicious. I haven't gotten it yet, but I think next time I or go. I haven't gotten it since. Yeah, I haven't gotten it since, but, um. This is this is the last week, so I need I need to go get it. And one more passion fruit fruit slush. Yeah. Alas. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. We've taken a few trips out there. We were also uh, at Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Epcot with a friend of ours who was in town. Yes. Uh, and that was that was a good time to be had. Uh, apparently, they went and saw Billy Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Always fun. We saw some one of your favorites. Postmodern jukebox. That's not what I was referring to. I I cannot go into that rant on Kenny G because it is not safe for work. I can't get started on it here, but Kenny G desecrates jazz recordings and is a monster. <laughs> but yes, we saw him when we we were there and it was we we didn't stop. We just we kept walking. But we did see Postmodern Jukebox, and they were great. Postmodern Jukebox is fantastic. And hopefully they will come back. Well, they said they, they'll be back, and <laughs> it was a Tuesday night at an 8.30 showing, and yeah. it was packed to the gills. Yeah. 
Um, and I th- hopefully we will be able to make it to see uh, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Our other favorite recurring act. Yeah, I think I think they're there three days, so we'll probably be able to get out for at least one of those days. And for those of you who are out here and are annual pass holders, through the end of Food and Wine, if you stop by the uh, Food and Wine Pavilion or Food and Wine Center, what are they calling that? Uh, Festival Center. Festival Center. They call it. Uh, you can get your pass scanned and uh, gets you uh, access to priority seating mm-hmm. at uh, Eat to the Beat yeah. uh, for the rest of Food and Wine, which uh, we may be doing. Yes. Hooray. Hooray. Uh, yeah, so that, that, that's the Disney stuff we've been up to. We also were at Disney Springs on and off, did a little shopping there and yes. had a good time all around. Uh, hey, let's talk. We also some... went to Hollywood Studios, and you got a new phone case. I did get a new new phone case, so I got a new phone, and I needed a new case, and uh, I went and got one of those D Tech uh, print on demand cases. Uh, what I've got is the leather looking uh, orange and white Rebel Pilot mm-hmm. uh, case, which I like very much. You've got one of those D Tech cases yourself. Yes, the I got a I had an Empire Strikes Back one. That featured Luke, and now I got one of the Last Jedi um, cases with Luke and Rey, and it's great. Yeah, it is a very nice case. Yeah. Uh, Hey, let's talk some Star Wars news. Mm -hmm. Uh, From a certain point of view, the anthology novel celebrating the 40th anniversary of A New Hope released. uh, We loved it. It, it is a great. great book. If you I, were a Star Wars fan, I really loved it. It was it was great. There were so many great. There were so many good stories in it. Um, like there's something for everyone. Absolutely. Um, there is something in there for everyone. I we loved it to pieces. We got a review over at Tashi-Station.net. We talked about it on Tashi Station Radio. Had Tom, one of the editors from Delray, over to talk talk it with us on TSR. Uh, if you were a Star Wars fan of any sort, you will find something in there you like. So yes. highly encourage you to go pick that up. Yes. Uh, The Void is presenting an all-new augmented reality experience at Downtown Disney and Disney Springs called Secrets of the Empire, and tickets are on sale now. And we've purchased tickets. Yes. We'll be reporting back and telling you about the experience. When are we going again? Uh, December 16th. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. The, right after TLJ comes out. Yeah, right after The Last Jedi comes out. Yes. Uh, Star Wars Rebels has returned to television. We yes. are four episodes in this season. Six. Six? Are we six? Well, no, four, yeah. But the first two were two-parters, so right. they were kind uh, of right, right. six so, episodes. Technically six in. Yeah. Um, It's been good. I like. Yeah, I'm enjoying the season. It is the final season. We're not sure what uh, the future holds for Star Wars animation. Yeah, I don't know if I like that it is that that they're airing so quickly. Yeah, they seem to be in a rush to get these out there, and I'm not sure why. I like. I think I like it more when it's like drawn out, especially because this is the last season, and I want to like enjoy it rather than just rush through it. But I. That's what they are choosing to do for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not uh, not sure why, but uh, hey, it's back on Disney XD and uh, watch Disney your uh, your watch Disney app. Uh, if you haven't seen it before, it's Disney Now or, is the new app. Is it called Disney Now? Yes. Okay, I can't keep up with how often they rename their apps. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you have access to Disney Now, the entirety of Rebels is on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go catch it. It's some very good Star Wars. Yes. And, hey, speaking of Star Wars, uh, a couple trailers happened since the last time we recorded. Yeah. Uh, the 
main trailer. Mm -hmm. The Last Jedi's uh, first theatrical trailer. Which was good and asked a lot of more questions than it answered. And probably misled us a whole bunch. Yep. And um, a new TV spot that aired during the World Series. Featuring... um, Luke Skywalker on, on the Millennium Falcon. And I'm very excited about it. I don't care if it's just like they made it for the trailers. I don't care. Like, just seeing it was fantastic, but I do hope it's actually in the movie. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. Because I want him to leave that island or else you have no arc, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> now, we did talk about uh, Rebels and these Star Wars trailers in a lot more depth over on Tashi Station Radio. So if you're looking for more discussion on that, yep. head over to TSR. Again, that's at Tashi-Station.net. You can find that. Uh, Tashi Station Radio is our sort of flagship Star Wars podcast. Yes. Catch it there. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's do some Disney Entertainment news now. And the live-action Lion King got one heck of a cast announcement. Yeah, I'm still really confused about this movie. <laughs> I I am as well. Um, and I'm like, I'm not saying because I don't think it'll be good or like I don't like the they, cast. They keep calling it live action I'm, when it sounds like CG. Yeah, I'm just confused about what they're doing. Like, yeah. Is it, is it, it's motion capture, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, like how they did, uh, the what was it, the Jungle Book? Yeah. Um, but like, there's now John Favreau did uh, Jungle Book, right? Yes. Okay. I think so, but there's like no humans at all in this movie, so they're all going to be animals, and like I, I'm just, I'm just confused. Like, and I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm not the type of person who's like, oh, they don't need to remake this movie, you know. But Lion King is my favorite Disney movie. Yeah. Although I will say, if you're going to remake it, yeah. You remake it with this cast. Yeah, no, it's great. I I just would actually would like to see this cast, like actually, like and, and be re- humans. Yeah, reimagine it somehow. Reimagine liking, except they're humans. Mm-hmm. Be you know, and it's set somewhere else. Like there's that Tumblr post with like the modern AU Lion King, like with that that is really great. Or like you know, think of like. Putting the Lion King in a fantasy setting or in a science fiction setting or just any yeah. like that's that's the sort of that's the sort of remakes I like like making them yeah totally reimagining it yeah and that's why I was never really that interested in seeing Beauty and the Beast because like it's it's so much like the original like and I still haven't seen it yeah but like if they had done something different like beauty and the beast in space mm-hmm. <laughs> or some just something like that so i don't it'll be interesting i mean i'm sure i'll see it it's my and i i hope they base it more on the musical the, yeah the broadway than production the movie because while i love the movie i love the the, uh, the, the musical the movie is amazing and somehow the broadway production yeah. is that much better yes uh, because but, they give women more to do <laughs> yes uh, but let's go through this cast uh Donald Glover's playing Simba. Yeah. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's Nala. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which Disney exec is responsible for that one happening, but good on you. Uh, of course, you can't recast this. James Earl Jones is Mufasa. Yeah. Uh, Chiwetel Ijefor is Scar. That's a good one. Uh, oh, this is too small for me to read. I need to scoot closer <laughs> to my screen. Alfre Woodard Sarabi. Uh-huh. John Oliver is Zazu. That's inspired. That's a good one. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Connie is Rafiki. Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. Okay. Okay. 
Billy Eichner's Timon. The uh, only white people in the cast. Yeah. I think. I'm sad they didn't bring Nathan Lane back for that. Yeah. Uh, Eric Andre Azizi. I do, yeah, there's there's some there's some people in here I don't know who they are. I don't know if they're new characters or but um that's the main ones. Yeah, uh, Florence Kasumba, Shenzi, and Keegan Michael Key is uh, uh Kamari. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh JT McCrary is young Simba and uh I'm sorry. I really need reading glasses. <laughs> uh Shoddy Wright Joseph is young Nala. <laughs> uh there's a lot to like in that cast. Yeah. And like I said, I'm sure I'll be good. I just don't know what they're doing. Well, yeah, and I don't I don't like the trend of let's remake this animated movie to be live action because like it I, I for something like Beauty and the Beast or Cinderella, it's a little different because the cast is most is mm-hmm. mostly humans. But like for something like The Lion King where it's all animals and you're going to be doing CG for the characters anyway, it's kind of like but you're not you're not really seeing, yeah. you know. It's so, it's weird. I'm kind of wish with you. I wish they do something more transformative for this, but yeah. if you're not going to do that, this is how you win me over yeah. with an I mean, I guess it could like end this. up being like, you know, the the apes movies where yeah. the apes are all played by humans and yeah, they're, yeah. they're great, so who knows. Who knows? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Thor Ragnarok hit theaters. We'll be seeing it this week. Mm-hmm. It looks fantastic, and I'm very excited. I am very excited as well. It looks funny, and I like funny. Yes. Uh, I've... Someone finally figured out that uh, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth Chris is Hemsworth hilarious. Chris Hemsworth is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's do some Star Wars. Or, uh, not Star Wars. The Disney Parks and Resort news. And we start with uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi is mm-hmm. having a celebration. Star Wars Galactic Nights is returning to Disney's Hollywood Studios on December 16th. Mm-hmm. This is a ticketed event. And uh, in addition to lower numbers of people in the park, meaning you get onto rides instantly. You do. And that is great. Uh, there'll be a new evening show, and a panel of guests will be there to preview Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. I admit that is the reason I was tempted at all yeah. to do this, because I want to know more about Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, same. We did the um, the the thing that was after The Force Awakens, The Force Awakens opening night event, and that was really great. But that was the actual like Thursday that the movie came out. So like we went right from the movie to Disney and it was it was great. Um this is the 16th. So um we'll be seeing the movie instead <laughs> that day instead of going to uh <laughs> Disney. Yeah, indeed. Uh let's see the performer lineup for ABC's magical Christmas celebration has been announced. <laughs> let's take a look at this, shall we? Okay. Uh let's see here. Oh, if this well, page would just load. Well, and also, like, they announced, I don't think they've announced when they're recording all of it, but, like, I know last year they didn't do a parade from the Magic Kingdom, they just did performances, mm-hmm. but we've been there when they've recorded the it parade, the and it's really weird. It is the least magical thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, they'll have the cameras set up, and they've got a bunch of, bunch of people in the audience just clapping and cheering, a segment of the parade will go through, and they'll say, cut. And then they reset, roll it back 20 feet, mm-hmm. and repeat the same thing. Yep. It is the least magical thing in the universe to watch that happen. Yeah. Uh, but the performers for the Wonderful World of Disney Magic Holiday Celebration yeah. uh, includes uh, Kiara, performs a jo- Kiara performing a joyful medley from Cinderella's Castle, Darius Rucker singing Winter Wonderland, Fifth Harmony sings Can You See from the Star, plus the Christmas song, 
Fits in the Tantrums performs their platinum certified hit hand clap. I have no idea what any of this is. Uh, and their original Christmas song, Santa Stole My Lady. Okay. okay. Uh, Multi-Grammy-nominated Grammy nominated trio Hanson. Yes, they're still alive. Uh, they're well, still alive. They're young. Why would they not be still alive? Their careers are still alive. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll light the light up the night singing. Finally, it's Christmas. Yes. Uh, from their newly released Christmas album, in real life, uh, the only boy band in America history voted together by America. I am missing so much pop cultural references here. Uh, we'll perform "I'll Be Home for Christmas." Uh, Jason Derulo performs this Christmas. And Leah Michelle joins the festivities with Baby It's Cold Outside. Of course. Of course. So, yeah, that's a list mm-hmm. of performers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll be watching it on Christmas Day, as we do. Yep. Uh, oh, apparently 98 Degrees is also going to be there. Yeah. Doing Nick, something. Nick Lachey is one of the hosts. The third wheel boy band, 98 Degrees. Listen, 98 Degrees was pretty hot for a while. <laughs> You didn't get uh, it. Yeah, no, I, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. I understood it. Okay. Uh, moving on. The holiday decorations are going up in the parks. Like, yeah, it was November 1st and holiday decorations were up in the parks. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to go sometime soon and just take a bunch of pictures and enjoy the atmosphere. Uh, this, of course, also means that Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party will be kicking off soon. That is another ticketed event. Um. If you are out here on vacation during this uh, stretch of time, consider adding that as a thing you do. Um, it's a ticket event, which again means that uh, attendance is capped. You can walk on to any ride you want, and they do some very special fireworks and parade stuff, Yeah, which is a lot of fun. I really enjoyed going last year, and uh, we'll eventually have to get out there again. Yes, Definitely. Uh, the Candlelight Processional lineup at Epcot has been revealed, and uh, a bunch of new guests this year. Um, the uh, presenters for this year will include Lori Hernandez, Matt Bomer, uh, Anna Gasteyer, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, at Gasteyer, sorry, <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, Pat Sajak. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. No. <laughs> uh, Jody Benson, Kurt Russell. Oh, oh, Warwick Davis is going to be there. Oh, we should go when he's yeah, there. Yeah, we'll have to go when Warwick Davis is there. Uh, yeah. Trace Adkins, Neil Patrick Harris, longtime presenter for this. We could also go when he's there, too. Mm-hmm. CCH Pounder, Jack, Jackie Velasquez, and Chandra Wilson. Oh, okay. Oh, there's no, uh, there's no Lieutenant Dan this year. No. Aw. No Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Uh, hey. No. Pixar is re-theming Disney's California Adventures, uh, the pier area. Uh, The California Screamin' will be themed into an Incredibles coaster. Okay. Why are they changing the pier? I don't know anything Attendance issues. Oh, I don't know a thing about California Adventure. I'm sorry. Well, you've been on that coaster. Have I? Yes. Did we go on that coaster? Yeah, that was the big one. that's right. I liked that. That That's a fun coaster. It was fun. I liked it. Uh, OtterBox is now the official phone case at Disney Parks. Right after we buy phone cases. Which is annoying because I vastly prefer OtterBox cases. Yeah. And I just bought this one, but hopefully I can get some D-Tech <laughs> OtterBox cases these, soon. These aren't that bad, though. The, the D-Tech. I, I had mine for a while, My um the other phone case. And it, I mean, it's it's it was pretty sturdy. Like, I never had any problems with it, so watch, now I'll break my phone after I said that. (laughs) Just jinxed yourself. Just jinxed yourself badly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Disney Quest has been knocked down to make way for the NBA experience. 
Okay. The experience that I'm not sure anyone asked for. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see the appeal. Uh, have you seen this, Nancy? Uh, the latest bird's eye view from the Galaxy Edge expansion at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I think you showed it to me. That 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 pl- was it. Plane footage or mm-hmm. uh, just photos from a plane? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I think you showed me that. It is wild. The Galaxy's Edge expansion is almost as big as the rest of Hollywood Studios put together. Yeah. It's it's insane how big it is. I mean, I, you, you hear them say 13-anchor expansion, biggest expansion they've ever done at a park. Yeah. But that just doesn't kind of sit in until you see these aerial photos. And uh, these are over at WDWMagic.com if you want to take a look at them yourself. But uh, it is wild uh, just how big Galaxy's Edge is going to be. Yeah. And I can't wait to move in. Mm-hmm. Boo, I will move in and never leave. And finally, uh, the Star Wars The Last Jedi crate module will be premiering on Star Tours on November 17th. I'm very excited. We might already have fast passes. I want to know if there's going to be a like an, a, a someone guiding us through like uh, in Jakku, Finn is there. I'm wondering if he's going to come back for crate or if we'll get someone else or if it's just no one like. I'm assuming you. I'm assuming we will because we usually do get someone like well, someone. To us. Us. Someone usually shows up. Actually, in all the modules, yeah, I think someone in, shows uh, up. In okay, so, well, in Kashyyyk, there's. I don't think there's anyone on Kashyyyk. In Hoth, there's there's a, a snow snow there's speeder, a snow speeder pilot. pilot. There's um, what's the other one? Tatooine. I don't think there's anyone on Tatooine. And um, then there's Geonosis. You've got. Both Vader and, and Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Uh, Naboo, you have the the pilot, one of the Bravo pilots, um, showing up or coming up on the screen. Um, and what's the other last one? Naboo, Genosis, and Coruscant. Coruscant, I don't think you have anyone either. So, like about half of those, you have someone show up on the screen. But I'd be surprised if they don't have someone for this one. Yeah, though. because we had one for Jakku, so I'm assuming they'd want to do the same thing. Yeah, I know. I. I'm sort of suspecting they'll have John Boyega again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just because John Boyega just seems totally game for all of yeah. this. I would not complain, however, if, you know, Poe Dameron came up on the screen as well. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, we'll report back yeah. on the module. And it's uh, interesting it. because, like, the last Jedi one was Jakku, and we knew about Jakku. Like, we didn't know a lot about it, but we knew it was... The starship, you know, there was a starship graveyard there, and we saw the, you know, the ships going through the the downed star destroyers. So it wasn't like much of a spoiler, but like crate, I think we're all assuming crate is the last sequence of the movie. I don't know if it is, but if it is, then this is going to be like kind of giving us hints for the end of the movie. Maybe is it? Like I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I'm I'm and like because I don't know like what it will what it will entail because all we've seen of it so far is like the walkers coming by and like the ships the the bomber ships going across the salt flats and the like the trenches or whatever. Yeah. So I'm wondering, are we going to be actually like going inside the planet, like where the crystals are? Well, this was a lot of the fun when uh, the Last Jedi's bit uh-huh. came out. Was just like. 
Okay, here's some context for the movie we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Yeah. So I'm ex- I'm excited about yeah. seeing Crate. And we will definitely report back on that uh, after we experience it. Yes. All definitely. Right. Nancy, should we discuss, dive into our discussion topic this week? One of my favorite discussion topics. Yes. We are talking <laughs> Disney Cruise Line this, this is, week. You got a lot of notes here. I do have <laughs> a lot of notes because I am passionate about Disney Cruise Line. Are you? I am. I am. <laughs> okay, so let's just start it. How did we each discover DCL? Okay. And I'll go first here. Um my family came out here on vacation uh, while my dad had a conference going on in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, and as part of that vacation, he took a couple weeks off of work, and we took a couple weeks off of school. Oops. <gasps> Actually, no, wait, I graduated. No, I graduated at that point. You, my sister, took a couple. Yeah, weeks you off were of school. you were out of I was school in co- by then, Brian. I, w- I was in I was in college. You were working. I, I was working in college. I, I was getting my uh conference orlando trips confused yeah um and as part of that trip um uh, my parents booked a three-day getaway cruise on the disney dream mm-hmm. uh it was great and terrible great because it was a disney cruise terrible because the weather was so bad we couldn't get into castaway key yeah we'll talk more about castaway key later yeah. but uh that was my first experience mm-hmm. and i fell in love with cruising at that point and I got ruined for cruise lines at that point. <laughs> yes. So what about you? Uh, well, I, well, I know your story, but you can tell it. Yeah. So I've been on, oh, I don't know how many cruises I've been on right now. But before I sailed Disney, I had been on three cruises. I did, um, I did two, my first two cruises were on Oceana Cruise Line, which is a, like, a more of a luxury line. Uh, my aunt took me on a Mediterranean cruise after I got my master's degree. Um, and then I went on a Baltic cruise um, a few years later on the same, actually on the same ship. And it was great. Um, the problem is, is a lot of those, uh, the guests there are a lot older. They're mostly retirees. <laughs> uh, but it was, I mean, it's, it's gorgeous and it's, you know, the food is amazing. And I would love to go back on that line someday when I have more money, uh, which is, yeah, because we're going to talk about how expensive Disney Cruise Line is. Uh, this one was even more expensive. But mm-hmm. but um, then, so I loved cruising. I knew I loved cruising. Um, and I hope one day I get to do another 14-day cruise. But we did a four-day cruise. No, it was a, a three-day. No, I'm saying that before we did Disney. We went on a no, carnival. No, that was after. No, no, that was before. Oh, you're right. It was. Because <laughs> you weren't living here yet. That's right. Well, I, Brian get, I keep was, getting my timeline confused. Yes. While Brian was living in Seattle, we went on a, a Bahamas cruise uh, on Carnival. Um, and it was just like, you know, because we were visiting each other across the country and we like... Wanted to do something fun we, for a couple days. Yeah. So we're like, let's do this cruise. And it's, you know, Carnival is really inexpensive. So we did that. And it was a lot of fun. We had fun. But um, I think you had already done Disney at that point in time. Yeah, I'd done one Disney cruise. So I think, you know, and I was comparing it to the other cruise line I had been on. So, so we were we, both like, yeah, this is all right. This is good. We're here together. And that's all that matters. Um, Shout out to the piano bar guy on that cruise, though. You were great. He was great. 
But we, I, I had always wanted to do Disney. I didn't think we could afford Disney. Um, and then Brian moved here in the summer of 2013. And his parents came to visit the next month. Uh, well, your family came to visit the next month. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to go on a Disney cruise. And we were like, oh, that's nice. We can't afford that. Brian doesn't have a job yet. And they're like, we'll pay for you. And we're like, when do we say? <laughs> because if there's one thing you don't say no to, yeah. it's a free cruise. I think, I think your dad, I think it had been like, I think he got like one of those uh, guarantee rates. Yeah, he had gotten a, uh, he, uh, he booked it super late and yeah. the guaranteed rates had come up at that point. We'll talk about fee yeah. Yeah. structuring later. So, so yeah, we, we did that and it was great. I mean, it, it was, you know. Part of the prop. I have to interject something here. (laughs) At the same time, we were planning our honeymoon cruise. Yes, for the following summer. And we were planning on doing it with Royal Caribbean. Because they sailed out of Seattle and we wanted to go to Alaska. Mm -hmm. However, (laughs) I'll let you continue now. Uh, What I'm saying, it was was super fun. The problem was, is we were in a room with, you know, five people. So it was very squished and we didn't have much alone time. (laughs) But, you know, it was great and i loved like there were characters around and um after like i think a few hours on the cruise i was like i want to do disney for a honeymoon and i'm like you weren't on board for more than an hour (laughs) and i was like brian do you want to do disney for a honeymoon i was so glad you said that because i was going to get a powerpoint ready to try and convince you to switch from royal caribbean to disney cruise line yeah so we booked on board and got a deal yeah and we went on our honeymoon next next summer to Alaska. I think we've been on... I've been on five cruises now. Six. Six for me. Yeah, I'm officially gold. You were gold on our last one, but mm-hmm. I I got gold. And we've yeah, done all four ships. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, depending on how many times you sail, there are different membership tiers yeah. uh, for that give you different perks yeah. and stuff. Uh, f- at one cruise, your silver level, five cruise gold and i think 15 10 10 is platinum yeah uh but let's go over some of the destinations yep before we talk about the ships themselves and uh we'll intersperse the trips we've taken Uh uh-huh uh and talking about these but uh probably the destination disney hits up most is the bahamas yes they have the dream disney dream sales exclusively to the bahamas Mm mm-hmm um, and we've done three cruises, uh, well, two, Dis- two on Disney to the Bahamas. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, the ports of- the- Oh, no, sorry, we've done three. That's right, of- yeah. Yep. Uh, the ports of Call. Um, Nassau. Nassau. And Castaway Key. And Castaway Key. Key. Yeah. Uh, depending on if you book a three or four day cruise, there may be a day at sea. Yes. Interspersed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that is definitely the most- that is the cruise that is the, I've never done a cruise before, mm-hmm. will I like this, that's the one you book. Yeah, the intro to Disney yeah. Cruise Line cruise. Uh, one of the three or four day Bahama cruises. Yes, and they aren't enough time. No, they aren't. <laughs> it's it's a gateway drug is what those are. Yep. It's a gateway drug. Um, but yeah, the uh, the two destinations are Nassau, and Nassau is a big tourist trap yeah. of a destination. Uh, there's the Atlantis Resort that you can book an excursion through Disney Cruise Line with. Uh, but we tended to treat Nassau more as sea days. Yes. Just stay on the ship and do fun things on the ship. Uh, the other big destination since Disney's 
mostly sails out of Port Canaveral yeah. here in Florida is the Caribbean. They're Eastern and Western Caribbean cruises. Yes. We've done... The Western. Yeah, the Western Caribbean. Yes. Only done one of those. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We are, it, it, they, they usually rotate back and forth. The Fantasy does the Caribbean cruises and they do East one week and then West another week. Um, sometimes other uh, the other ships will do Caribbean as well. Like they do some from going from Miami. Um, but there's uh, they usually do like stick to the same ports. Uh, Western, I think, goes to Cozumel and Grand Cayman and um, and Eastern goes to like St. John and um, I think I think they went to Tortola mm-hmm. this year. But but yeah, it's it's usually the same destinations. Uh, at, for a while though, they're probably going to be sticking more to Western. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, due to Hurricane Irma and Maria and Maria, um, a lot of the eastern uh, eastern ports uh, have suffered some really sad and tragic uh, devastation there. Yeah, hopefully they'll get back up and running soon, though. Not not saying that because we want cruises to go there, but because but that's want, their livelihood. Yeah, we want we want to see that. Uh, influx uh that influx of money head back mm-hmm. to those regions because the regions need it yeah um let's see i'm gonna skip this next destination we'll come back to it last yeah uh disney will also send uh send ships out to the mediterranean usually it's the magic they send over there yes yeah uh matt uh so you can book occasionally a mediterranean cruise aboard the disney magic that mm-hmm. one's on our bucket list yeah uh, they also sail out of new york with the magic and uh head into canada this? head into canada the magic also does um northern europe mm-hmm. so they go to they go to they do the transatlantic sailing and they usually do like they do mediterranean then they'll go up to uh northern europe at, and go out of uh london one of those ports and then do like the baltic cruise they do north uh, norwegian fjords um then they'll go back to the mediterranean so like they kind of switch back and forth of in europe where they go mm-hmm. but uh we also we got to talk about a destination that is very near and dear to both of our hearts yeah uh alaska the disney wonder sails out of vancouver and does uh Five, seven, and twelve day, nine nine day yes. uh, cruises to Alaska, and we went there on our honeymoon. Yes, and it was amazing. It was. We want to go back. <laughs> we want to go back so bad. It, it. If you want to do a more than three day cruise, mm-hmm. Alaska is the one to do. Yes. Um. It's aboard the Disney Wonder, and it is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Uh, we saw glaciers. Uh, we did sh- we did a bunch of shore excursions. Saw sled dog puppies. Mm-hmm. Sled dog puppies were great. Yes. Um, they were wonderful. Yes. <laughs> uh, but Alaska is one of the marquee destinations that uh, mm-hmm. Disney does uh, with uh, the cruise line. Um but yeah, there's a lot of different destinations you can go aboard, you can visit with DCL. But you're not just there for the places to go. You're there for the ships. Mm-hmm. And we've done all four of them, and all four are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the oldest ship is the Disney Wonder. We took that one to Alaska. Yes. And it, it, 
it shows its age in some well, places, though we haven't been on it The Magic since. is the oldest, actually. With The Magic? Yes. I thought The Wonder was. Nope, Magic is okay. the oldest. So I've got that backwards. Um, we've done that but one, But they too. came within, I think they were within a year of each yeah, other. Yeah, uh, Magic was refurbished more recently, though. Uh, no Wonder was. Really? Yep. Remember Wonder went, through, Wonder went through the dry dock? They added um, the Tiano's restaurant. And Magic was refurbished when we went on it in 2013. 14 right um <laughs> but uh but they're mostly the same like those, yeah, those the, ships are the, the wonder and the magic are the smaller of the four yes. ships um but that's not to discourage you from going on them i actually kind of like i do like i i think they're them. i think they might be better for like an intro cruise because yeah. they're smaller and it's easier to like get it's your way, way around. less overwhelming yeah um but i i like i like those smaller ships because they feel a little more intimate and Mm-hmm. just a little more relaxed yeah um those are the ships that can get through the uh that can get through the panama canal mm-hmm. uh which is why you'll frequently see them way afar from port canaveral and mm-hmm. uh, the bahamas um the newer ships are the dream and fantasy which are the larger of the two uh dream exclusively does as you said the uh, bahamas cruises and uh, fantasy does more of the uh, Caribbean cruises. Now, what are your thoughts on the bigger ones? Um, I like I like them. It's really hard for me to judge the dream because we've only been on it for three days. <laughs> um, but I I really like the fantasy. The fantasy has a great um, adults area. Like they have satellite falls. I think the dream has satellite falls now too. But um, I I like the the entertainment area on the the adult entertainment area on the fantasy um, where the bars are. Yeah, and we'll we'll come back to that one. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, I I mean I like them. I I like the aqueduct, so you know that that's nice for the bigger ships. Yeah, but. The, the aqueduct is this. They call it a roller coaster at sea. It's a little bit of a misnomer, but uh, mm-hmm. essentially you get on a two person raft. And they shoot you through a clear tube over the side of the ship mm-hmm. and just zooming through the top decks of the ship. It's really cool. Yeah. And I I mean, I like it. I, I mean, I like both of them. Like, I wouldn't. I, I know a lot of people are concerned about going from the bigger ships to the smaller ships, thinking they'll be bored or there's not as much to do. And I really like the the smaller ships. Like, yeah, there aren't an, as much bells and whistles, but... It's still the same experience. Yeah. And uh, and there's less people. It's less people, <laughs> but it's really the it's really the cruise staff that yeah. just makes the experience. And the cruise staff on all four ships are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we should mention that there are three more large three more ships larger than the Dream and Fantasy that'll be coming online between twenty twenty one and twenty twenty three. So great. Soon we will not have done them all. Yes. <laughs> well, we just have to go on three more cruises then. <laughs> We will have to do three more cruises. Um, well, Nancy, you can't talk about cruising without talking about dining. No, because that's where you go to that eat That is why so you much. go. And uh, Disney spares no expense. Yep. Uh, so you, get a, you come aboard the ship on day one. Mm-hmm. And if you're smart, you have not eaten a big breakfast. Yep. Because you can go up to Cabana's and go gorge yourself. Uh, Cabana's is, uh, is sort of a buffet-style place to get breakfast 
and, and lunch. lunch. Yes. And in the evening, it turns into a sit down restaurant, but mm-hmm. it's more casual than the dining rooms. And it's, it's, there's no set dining time. So yeah. if you don't feel like, you know, doing the whole dining room experience, you can go to Cabana's. And on and- a longer cruise, you may decide that on a night or two, you just don't want to yeah. sit down for dinner. You want to do something more casual and yeah. just roam the ship with your time. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's other options for that. If you don't want to do, um, if you don't want to do the rotational dining, you can go to just get some food from the pool. Mm-hmm. There's lots of places around the pool deck to grab food and you can do that for lunch. You know, they're usually open like all throughout the day. Um, they've got like regular pool food, like burgers and hot dogs. They've also got some really interesting things. Like <laughs> some of them have a shawarma station. Yeah, some of them have a shawarma station. I think the magic and the wonder have shawarma. Um, and then they've got like, um, uh, pizza, you know, you can just get a slice of pizza. They've also got one that's got like sandwiches and wraps and paninis. And if you're, you know, looking for healthy stuff, they've got salads and and um, and uh, fruit. So you know, you're not stuck eating just you're, cool food. You're you're not ever look. You're not ever hungry, mm-hmm. but you're also not ever forced to just eat terribly. The yeah. whole time. I think one one time on our last cruise, we just didn't feel like going to the, you know, the rotational dining and we just went to the pool and got like chicken fingers or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and there's also if you I don't feel like going out, you can just stay in your room and get room service. Uh, the room service options are really good. They are actually really good. Yeah, the pizza's good. Um, I've had, I mean, you can chicken just fingers, get burgers. the chicken fingers. Uh, I've heard the wings are really good from so, there. So, yeah, you can just... And you can just sit down on your veranda in your room. If you've got just one. <laughs> order in room service. Yeah. Um, we should probably talk about uh, the rooms you can get yeah. uh, in, a, in a moment. But uh, there, there's also one more. Or, well, we should talk about rotational dining and what that is. Yeah. It's something that is a very Disney thing. Yeah. So... So for breakfast and lunch, you can pretty much go whenever you whenever you want. They have the they have one of the sit down restaurants. It's usually open for breakfast if you want to have a sit down breakfast. Um, if you want to go to, um, they usually are open for lunch as well. So you can do that if you don't want to go to the buffet. But then for dinner, they have three different restaurants, and you rotate between them. So if you do a three-night cruise, obviously you do them once. If you do a longer cruise, you do them, you know, there there's a there's a uh, rotation on your key to the world card, which is... Your room key. Your room key. So you basically go like, okay, first night you go to Animator's Palette. Second night you go to Royal Court. Third night you go to Enchanted Garden, you know. Um, and there are different restaurants in each of the ships. So... You go and the the dining t- staff goes with you, so you have the same, the same server, server every the same servers every night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really it's really cool because you like they get to know you and they're like you know they know you like Coke and they have Coke ready for you. Yeah, so you sit down at your um, table. There's a Coke ready for yeah, you. Yeah, and if you don't, you know, if you don't like certain things, they'll or if you're allergic, they're really good with you know making sure you don't. I mean, get anything that you're allergic to disney parks as a whole is really good about guests and their food disney cruise line takes it to a whole nother level yeah and um so you know you get there's and there's different menus there's like the the menus for each restaurant um each restaurant has their own menu but then like once 
you passed the three nights, then you have like special menus like the Golden Mickey's menu or you have like the Captain's Gala and that's the same no matter which restaurant you Or if you're on a special you cruise, in. you get something like Star Wars Day at Sea menu. Yeah, and that's the same no matter what restaurant you're in. Mm-hmm. So the only time you get different food is on like the first nights when you're in rotational dining. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun because you get to like, exper- you know, have this, you get a relationship with your servers and, you know, the food's, you know, pretty decent. Like we're at the point now where we've been on so many cruises that we kind of have our favorites and like, they're like Intermitter's palette. We just kind of like, we're like, we're okay skipping it. We're okay. Like having a more relaxing evening, but like, you know, it is nice to like kind of get more dressed and yeah. Go. I mean, a- Animator's Palette uh, is on all four ships, yep. and it is definitely the more, let's say, all-ages youth-oriented of the rotational dining options. Yeah. Uh, there's some fun activities that go on there, but uh, usually if there's one sit-down, or if there's one rotational restaurant you and I will skip, it's Animator's Palette. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, for adults only, there are two interesting options. Uh, yeah. Remy, which is fine dining that is beyond our wallet and Paulo, yes which is amazing uh Paulo is i think what was it twenty dollars a person it's no now it's 30 30 okay <laughs> yeah it's, it's gone still, up to 30. still a pretty good deal um thirty dollars a person it is adults only dining and the food is incredible and depending on the cruise you're on you can do uh Paulo for dinner or what I really recommend, Paulo for brunch. Yes. Uh, Paulo for brunch is incredible. It's the food selection's amazing. Uh, you had king crab legs yeah. for the first time at Apollo brunch. In Alaska, because mm-hmm. when in Alaska. <laughs> and um, it's yeah, it's really delicious. It's it's if you are able to do it, definitely do the dinner. If you're able to do the brunch on a sea day, definitely do that. It's, it's And good. don't feel bad about leaving your kids. No. They will be fine. They'll be fine. They will be well cared for. And there's also on the bigger ships, there's Remy, which is um, like a, a whole entirely different experience. It's like they kind of like cater your the food like and they have like a set menu mm-hmm. um we haven't done that because we're not that big of foodies but i've heard if you are it's really good um so yeah that's food um you'll never go hungry Mm-mm. and they've got free ice cream on deck and the great thing is all the food is included with most of your food most of there's your food. some that is is a fee but they usually tell you yeah so. uh but don't be afraid to try stuff yeah. on a on a cruise, especially yeah. a Disney cruise, because there's no penalty if you don't like it. Yeah. Um, now there's fun for all ages on uh, on these cruises. There are nightly shows that take place uh, in an actual Broadway style theater. Mm-hmm. Um, on longer cruises, uh, some nights that'll just be sort of a variety act, uh, but they'll also have stage shows. Yes. Um that are a whole lot of fun to watch uh we tend to skip some now just because we've seen them before but if you haven't seen any of the shows uh and on your cruise you need to go see them yeah and if you're on a longer cruise they usually have like some more variety acts on like a like singers or like magicians and they also sometimes have a movie like when you have with the star wars cruises like the 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 show is the like the latest Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Like it was the Force Awakens. Now speaking of movies, 
Uh-huh. Each ship is equipped with a movie theater. Yes. An actual movie theater. And they show first run movies. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it is a Disney owned movie, it mm-hmm. you will see first run yep. on board the ship as well as uh, other, you can go see Frozen, Tangled, uh, things like that, uh, just in a movie theater. But uh, let's just say you're at uh, sea for a Christmas cruise and The Last Jedi just came out. Yeah. You can see it aboard mm-hmm. the ships. Yep. Uh, we... I saw Empire Strikes Back in theaters for the first time aboard yeah. aboard a Disney cruise. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a that's a lot of fun. Uh, there's fireworks at sea. Yeah, which uh, I think on Pirate Disney, Night. Yeah, on Pirate. I think Disney is still the only cruise line. I know it was the first. Yeah, it might be not be the only anymore, only mm-hmm. one anymore, but they were definitely the first. Um, there's activities throughout the ship that you can just drop into trivia, um, cooking demonstrations. Um, oh, what am I? What other things um, happen? Uh, bingo, mm-hmm. bingo is a big one. Yeah. Um, and they have like an entertainment staff that does all these different like uh, things. Like they the sometimes they have crafting. Uh, sometimes they have like they have a Jack Jack's diaper dash, which mm-hmm. is baby races in the atrium. So adorable. Yeah, and of course the characters they have characters they're, around. They're meet and greets all, all the time throughout the day. Yeah, all the time. So um, yeah, I mean there's always something to do, and like and there's um, musical acts. They usually have like um, you know not not the variety acts, but they'll usually have like a you know a duo or a singer just playing in the atrium in the atrium they usually have some that are in like one of the adult areas like um either the piano bar or one one of the one of the places so um there you know and there's some that we've you know found that have been we've really enjoyed so definitely keep that in mind yeah and it does vary from ship to ship so uh, just go find out what you like there and just go experience stuff yep uh, and this is important for the parents out there. Yeah. And this is a big reason why Disney is a surprise great cruise for single adults <laughs> uh, or for adults without kids. Yeah. Uh, there are youth clubs. Yes. There are kids clubs, there are teen, preteen clubs, and there are teen clubs. Uh, your kids check themselves in there and mom and dad get to go do something else. Yeah. It's great. Will we be taking advantage of that in the future? Yes. Yes. And the kids love the kids club. They do. So. Uh, I mean, most uh, of them do. Yeah. <laughs> I, again, um, the activity staffs on the cruise are great. Uh, your kids will have a great time. Mm-hmm. And this is what ca- gives way to Disney Cruise Line having perhaps some of the best adults only uh, entertainment spaces mm-hmm. uh, in cruising. Uh, so there, yes, there is a lot of fun for adults. And on a Disney cruise, you start with the quiet cove. Yes. What is the quiet cove? A pool with no children. (laughs) Pool and spa with no children. Yes. It's it's, amazing. It is. They, sometimes they have a, like a guitar player there or a singer, but usually it's just nice and quiet. Bunch of just lounge chairs. There's a bar, so you don't have to go far to get a drink. A bar in the pool. Yeah, there's um, the the Cove Cafe where you can go to get coffee. Um, that's also adults only. And then right near there are the um, the uh, some of the food options. So I know we we usually sit in the Quiet Cove. It's like ten feet away from the ice cream. <laughs> and even though you're super close to where like the rest of the ship is and the kids are, it makes it feel like you're really 
you, like in your own little you world. You can't tell that there are kids on board the ship when you're in the Quiet Cove. It is some Disney engineering magic as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Uh, and there's all sorts of adult activities to do. So after a certain time every day uh, aboard each ship, um, adults, uh, certain areas become adults only. Yes. And usually, I think each ship has at least three adults only bars. Um, yeah, and lounges. yeah, I think there's usually four. And then there's the one like main theater yeah. that is adults only. And I forgot to mention there's there's another like I think in some ship it's called the D lounge and mm -hmm. in others it's there's a different name, but there's a lounge area that's the adult ages and they have like trivia, they have cooking demonstrations there, they have games, like game shows, and those are like for all ages. Mm -hmm. There's another one um that is specifically for adults and it's in the adult um, section and they have some of the performers if they have variety acts will come and do like special adult only shows there um and they have trivia and match your mate which is the new it's it really a funny 20, it gets a little 18 plus yes at night uh other games so you know there's always something going on at at night there but but the most important thing is it's there are quiet and relaxing adults only places at yeah. night. Yeah. Like, like we aboard uh, the fantasy I think has my favorite. Yeah. Uh, of the adult only lounges and bars. Yeah. There's um La Piazza is kind of like the thoroughfare, so that's cool to like just sit there and watch people yeah, go by. And they'll usually have some quiet music act yeah. in the corner. There's a sport there's the sports bar slash Irish pub that I actually like better on the the smaller ships because it's bigger. Um but it's, you know, there's usually um, like a, a performer in there or trivia. And that's good if you want to watch like a game. Um, and then there's... We've, we've seen the Super Bowl, let's see. Yes, we have. <laughs> um, and then the two other ones on the fantasy are Skyline and the um, the Champagne Bar. I can't remember the name of the... Pink, I think, is the name of it. I, I don't know if that's a name, but it's... Um, but those are much, you know, smaller. They're more intimate. They're like dark and quiet, and you can just kind of sit there and chill sit and have and, a drink sit and chill with or your just spouse. Talk, you know, it's a nice, quiet, romantic way to spend a night aboard yep. a Disney cruise. Yep. So, should we move on to our favorite? And the thing. reason you book a Disney cruise. Yeah. Castaway Key is Disney's private island, also known as Gorda Key. <laughs> also known as Heaven. Yes. Um, so Castaway Key, yeah, you were the only ship that's on cast that docks at Castaway Key that day. Um, the the people who are working on Castaway Key, most of them are coming from the ship itself. There are a few people who live there. A lot of them come from a neighboring island. But then, like, the people who work in the, like, the dining areas, they're actually, you know, from the ship. And, the and your favorite bartender, the your favorite bartender on the ship mm -hmm. is your bartender on the island. Yep. Yes. So, uh, it's, it's great. It is, um. It is the definition of a tropical yeah paradise. like you and, and it's great because you don't have to tender onto the island like you just basically just walk off the ship off the dock and they've got trams there to take you to the different beaches they have two family beaches um they have two different uh dining areas because they have like a barbecue for lunch 
Um, they've got uh, like a, a smoothie, a thing where they sell smoothies. Um, they've got bars throughout the island. They've got um, there's a, an airstrip. Um, if you look up the history of Castaway Key, you will see that it was once a haven for drug smuggling, <laughs> hence the airstrip. But now it's used to, you know, it's it's part of the the take the tram out to Cat Serenity mm-hmm. Bay, and it's also part of the Castaway Key five k. Yes, every morning at Castaway Key, there's a is 5K. a five k that runs, and there's also a bike path which you drive, you go down the. Uh, the airstrip and there's an observation tower and then there's also another pass that will take you out to like where the um where the uh cabanas are and like you can stop off and you're it's one of the undeveloped parts of the island and it's just like you just sit out at the lookout and it's like you know scenic and beautiful and at the observation tower on this bike path by the way your ship is in the distance in the background it is an incredible place to take a picture yeah, uh, we we've got uh, in a frame on our entertainment center is a picture of us uh, on the observation tower, the Disney, uh, I think the magic yep. in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's incredible. And there's all sorts of all ages activities to do. Uh, by the bikes you said are our favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a package you can you can buy, which it's like only 15 or 20 dollars a person gets you a bike rental. Yeah. And a float rental. Yeah. And a um, snorkel snorkel rental. Yeah. Uh, there's a little reef you can snorkel. Yeah. through. Um, um, and they've got activities on the island, too. Like if you if your kids want to do the kids club, they have stuff there. They've got meet and greets for with characters on the island. Swimsuit. They've got some of the variety, some of the like performers will come and play music. I know at the um uh at the air bar, um, which is the adults bar, they have you know, they usually have an act playing around lunchtime. And that's the other thing is they have a beach that is 18 and up only um and and you have to take a separate tram to get there so it's not like you can be like oh i didn't know it was no kids allowed so like you go there and it's quiet let me me paint a picture for you (laughs) you walk over this little hill and you were greeted with this pristine white sand beach Mm -hmm. just warm water with calm little waves just hitting the shore and row upon row of lounge chairs and hammocks mm-hmm. it's great Gra- we have we've gone there and we've just sat down in a hammock and yeah. stayed there for hours our last it's cruise, amazing our last cruise we had a was a double dip to castaway key so we had two days in a row there and they it was amazing because it was just so relaxing. The only problem with Castaway Key is you're there one day so you feel like you want to do everything. Like you want to do the bikes and you want to do, uh, you know, just sit on the beach and then you want to do this activity. Um, you want to do snorkeling. They also have a um, like a slide um, called Pelican Plunge. They got, they've got you two slides. You have to slides. swim out to it. And... Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff. And there's also if you are... Uh, if you have the means, uh, they have cabanas for rent, which are a lot of money. That and is definitely beyond us. And they're also really hard to get because people book them like that. So, <laughs> speaking of booking, 
Should we talk about when to book a cruise? Yes. You want to book the instant uh, your date opens up. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think they just opened up for the beginning of 2019. But uh, the winter earlier, 2019, yeah. The earlier you book, the better. The um, cheaper your price will be. Yeah, because the prices go up. Um, however, at a certain point, close if you can do a last-minute cruise, um, they will have some guarantee rates go up sometimes. And this is for anyone, like it's regardless of like – all U.S. residents. Sometimes they have Canadian resident rates. Mm-hmm. Um, they but have like, mili- special military rates. And they've also got special Florida resident rates. So if you are a Florida resident and you are able to like do a last minute cruise, you can get some really good rates. And if you have a cruise booked and a resident rate goes up for the cruise you're on, you can change it to that. And which we've, we've, we've done had that, that happen. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's really good if you're able to, like, take time off without not a lot of notice um, or if, you know, if you don't have any kids and you can just go, you know, or even if you do, you know, if it's a summer, you can do that. So if you're, you know, if you're not, if you don't need to plan super in advance, keep that in mind. And you, you can save a couple thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. When these uh, guaranteed rates show up. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, definitely book as soon as. If you know you want to go on a cruise at a certain window, yeah. book as soon as it's available yeah. um, and just keep your eyes open because deals do pop up that you can switch into. Yes. Um, but yeah, Disney Cruise Line. Yeah. I love Disney Cruise Line. I do too. I can't wait to go again. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cruising is fun. Cruising when you throw Disney on top of it with all of the special touches Disney is known for is just this otherworldly amazing experience. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a vacation I highly recommend to people. Um, it's such look- a good family vacation because it's there's something for everyone and like the kids can go off and do their own thing and then you can come together for dinner. It's great for big groups. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's much better for big groups than a Disney World vacation. Oh, I agree. Because like if you are going like if a big family is going, each family can kind of go off and do their own thing and then like come together for dinner or a show. And like and and not just Disney. I feel like uh, any cruise is is good for that but you know disney especially because they're so focused on family yeah um if you're looking if you're looking for a way to change up your disney vacation a cruise is a very, really interesting way to go and there are there are a lot of deals that disney puts out that are sort of land and sea deals yeah in which they'll cut they'll uh, they'll cut a discount if you book both a parks vacation and a cruise vacation. Yeah. And you do both while you're out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye on it. We highly recommend DCL. It is an incredible way to consume Disney magic. Yes. Any last any last thoughts? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. Well, now I just want to do a cruise again. I know, right? That's <sighs> the problem. I was Sad. wondering what you were doing choosing this topic. I know. Okay, <laughs> we'll go ahead and wrap up there. Uh, this episode of The Mouse Droid has been brought to you by you, our Patreon subscribers. That is patreon.com slash Tashi Station. Uh, that's part of the Tashi Station network. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Mouse Droid Show. That's the official show account. Uh, you can follow me with Lane Winry, L-A-N-E-W-I-N-R-E-E. Nancy is Nancy Pants. That's Nancy with an I. Yep. Uh, the Mouse Droid is part of the Tashi Station Podcast Network. Uh, we're available on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, if you like what you hear, do leave a review. That helps us uh, 
get a little more seen out there. And uh, you can subscribe to our Tashi Station Network mega feed for all of the great shows that we have on our network. Yes. Thanks for listening to another episode. We'll be back next month to talk uh, Disney holiday fun at the parks. Yay! So long, everyone. The Mouse Droid is a Tashi Station Network production. For more information and to hear more of our great shows, visit Tashi-Station.net.